0: Welcome to Junior Doctors Corner, the podcast that helps medical students and junior doctors like yourself not only survive but thrive in your careers. We cover topics including doctor well being, career, and life outside of medicine. My name is Dana and I am your host for this podcast. Are you ready for a healthy dose of support, motivation, and inspiration? Then let's start this episode, stat! Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode for the ISBAR segment. We're going to do something a little bit different today. As you know, with the last episode, I interviewed Dr. Patsy Tremaine to talk about tips on how to ace your clinical exams, whether you're in medical school or trying to sit your fellowship clinical exams. That was the episode you want to listen to. Now, she did provide some advice around uh, something she called voice elements, so basically how to make yourself sound as confident as possible. I decided to publish this as a separate little Isbar episode because I thought that this is something that we can all apply to our everyday clinical work. It doesn't have to be just in clinical exams. I think it's often advantageous for doctors to sound more confident, particularly if we hold leadership roles or um, we're trying to educate patients on certain things. Uh, It often is helpful and we can effect positive changes, I guess, and, and influence people for the good when we sound confident. So I hope you enjoy this episode.
1: Well, we're talking about nonverbal communication. It's not so much what we say, it's how we say it. Do we say it with confidence and clarity or do we bumble what we say, in which case the examiner is going to ask more questions? So you want to say it clearly and concisely in the first place. Well, we all make judgments about voices, whether they're energetic or dynamic or enthusiastic or boring or monotonous or disdainful. Would you agree? So that's what you need to stress when you talk, especially on zoom. and how when i when I read up on this uh, looking at speech pathology notes. They have a lot of voice elements they talk about, but I chose five voice elements that I thought would be useful for doctors. One is volume. Volume, especially when you're on a virtual screen, is important. Volume equals authority, confidence and competence. If you have a loud voice, that's how it comes across. And, and I hope no examiners are listening, But many senior examiners are in their late 50s, and the frequencies of their hearing are starting to dissipate. So be kind to your examiners and have a loud voice because you don't want your material to be missed. The second element Is pitch. Pitch is the up and down of the voice. You don't want to sound monotonous. We've all been in a situation where we've been in a corner at a party with um, somebody talking monotonously at us and we're trying to get away. So have a voice that expresses interest. Pitch equals interest. The third element is resonance. Resonance is opening up the throat so you have rounded vowel sounds. I am speaking with a resonant voice now. And radio announcers always have resonant voices because they're trying to influence us. Um, Whereas if I close my throat now... I'm now going to speak like this and this gives me a slightly nasal voice and it's a bit like some sports announcers on television and the only thing they've got going for them as far as I'm concerned is their good looks. Um, And the fourth thing is diction. Now, diction is important. Diction equals clarity. And how do you get clarity? You get clarity from using the small muscles around your lips, your tongue, and your mouth. Now, this is important for people who have English as a second language because so often you find men mumble a bit, I think as teenage boys, they used to mumble a lot. But you also find people who sometimes speak a second language that when they speak English, they don't always speak clearly and enunciate each syllable. And we have trouble understanding them. So, and keeping in mind, again, with these senior examiners who aren't quite hearing as well as they used to, they like to look at the lips to ensure that they're able to lip read what you're saying. So that, that is important too. And the last uh, voice element that I would mention is pace and pause. Too often you think, Oh, I haven't got enough time. I've got to, I've got to get through as much information as possible. So therefore I have to speak as fast as possible. And of course, if you speak too fast, the, the the examiner, they've got a tick box and they have to tick off things. And if you speak too fast, they can't they can't they may they may miss it. And I find that a lot of people fail their clinical exams because they speak too fast. So pitch, I mean pace and pause equals comprehension. You want your listener to be able to digest what you say. So it's important to have a full stop every so often. So they've got time to tick off something.
0: Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So a lot of those you mentioned, it sounds like it can be learned and practiced. But oh yes, would you say you mentioned using a resonant voice? Is that something that can be learned, or is that a natural uh, thing?
1: Well, it's Have you ever heard Al, um, Anthony Albanese? He has a very nasal voice. It can be changed, but it needs practice. But what I recommend to doctors is to get an interval timer, a little interval timer. Um, There's one on the market called Gym Boss, which is available online and an interval timer, and it's got a hook on it so that you can clip it on under your scrubs at your waist, and you can set it so that it vibrates every half hour during the day from the time you wake up in the morning till the time you go to bed. Now, every time, I would not suggest you choose more than one or two voice elements that you think you would like to improve. For many people, it's volume. For others, it might be diction. Whatever it is, no more than two. And it just means that throughout the day, you're not talking every half hour, but when you hear that vibrate, you just say to yourself, next time I open my mouth, I'm going to talk loudly and clearly. And it doesn't matter whether you're at the supermarket, whether you're at home talking to your partner or whether you're talking to nurses or whether you're on the floor at work. It just means that every half hour there is something reminding you that the next time you open your mouth, you have to do something.
0: If you really like that episode, please don't forget to leave a review on iTunes to help a sister out. And don't forget to subscribe to our email list so that you never miss an episode.